Welcome back, everybody, to All Met Sports Talk with Coach Sherm. Happy to to have you back here. This is going to start our our two-a-days, if you will, so we're going to be doing two episodes a week for the next few weeks at least. So I'm really excited about the guests we have lined up. Uh, Remember to follow us on social media. uh, Search Facebook and Instagram. Just search All Met Sports Talk. On Twitter, the handle is at All Met Talk, and you can email us allmetsportstalk at gmail.com. Uh, shout out to my guy Preston Suggs again for the music that he provides each week. You can find him on Instagram at King P Suggs. So let's jump right into it. You know, when you think about DMV basketball, there's there's two names that always rise to the top, and that's Thompson and Drizel. So I'm very fortunate to have Chuck Drizel, the head coach of the Murray School here. How you doing today, coach? Doing great, Sherman. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming. So, you know, it's it's you, your dad, and then you got uh, Big John and, and JT3. It's like these, you know, <laughs> that's why I said this, kind of the two names that, that you, when you hear that, you think DMV basketball. You played here, uh, played high school at Springbrook. Is that correct? That is correct, yep. It's a very great program there in Montgomery County. And just want to kind of talk to you about your career, just starting, you know, from playing, and then you had just an outstanding coaching career between Division Three, Division One, and that and high school as well, with some really great programs. And so you go to play for your dad. Now I have a question. So when you you go to University of Maryland, and then we were talking before the show, I didn't realize that um, that Derek, who Derek Lewis, who was on a few weeks back, that he was actually your roommate in college. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Was that the first time you played for your dad? Was in college? It was, yeah. Um, we moved here when I was five years old. He left Davidson College, where he was the head coach, and, and came and took the Maryland job. So, um, you know, he was he was busy coaching the Terps uh, yeah, while yeah. I was while I was coming up the ranks in the DMV, and um, and then you know when it came time for me to decide where I wanted to go to college, I, I chose to go play for my dad at the University of Maryland, and um, it was it was an awesome experience. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you even heard about some of the uh, father-son combinations this year in the NCAA tournament. They always talk about it, and yeah. they're unique. There aren't many of them. They're special, and and I was fortunate to have had the opportunity to play for them. That's pretty cool. I coach my kids, not, never on the college level, obviously, but you know, it's a little tough coaching your kids sometimes. <laughs> I, I think my dad. I think my dad would say the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He didn't, he didn't play me as much as I, I thought he should have, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that's always a, a, uh, a talking point, but, uh, sure. he had a philosophy that, um, uh, if it was, if it was even between me and another player, I had to be better. And, uh, it, you know, he wasn't, uh, Al McGuire, he always uses Al McGuire, the great, uh, coach at Marquette as an example where mm-hmm. his son played for him and he publicly made a statement. He said, look, if it's equal, between my my son and somebody else, I'm playing my son. Yeah. You know? and, and, but my dad wasn't like that. He wanted to make sure that I earned it uh, outright yeah. and that the people knew that I earned it outright. So right. um, there were a lot of times where that was the case and I got the short end of the stick. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Well, that's great that you had a great experience doing it though. I mean, it's, it's still special, you know, it's something you can never, you know, can never get again. So it's, that's a fun time. That's right. Yep. Um, so you graduate college, you go to the Navy and you end up coaching at the at Navy prep school. That so is what, correct. That was yeah. your first coaching position. It was, I had no intentions of going into coaching, to be honest with you. I was going to yeah. go work sales in some, some, some fashion. Uh, yeah. and, uh, then this opportunity came up and, um, you know, I took it and it was, it was the best thing that ever happened. And, yeah. uh, the three years that I spent in the Navy uh, coaching at the prep school and also assisting in the summers and the springs and the fall, 
with the Naval team, Naval Academy team, which included David Robinson. Oh, wow, um, yeah. yeah, for two years uh, was just, you know, it, it got me, it, it allowed me to fall in love with coaching mm-hmm. and all the things that come along with it. And um, yeah. it was, it was, I got so many stories from those three, just those three years. I'm sure. That, uh, that I still uh, rely on. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And then you go down and, and start coaching with your dad at James Madison. I did. Yes. Yeah. So, he, so, so now yeah. how was that transitioning from <laughs> playing for your dad to coaching with your dad? You know, I've, I've had him raise me as a child. I've had him coach me and now I'm going to be uh, an employee of his. Uh, <laughs> I kind of, uh, I mean, both were unique playing for uh-huh. him and working for him. Um, again, he, you know, kind of like the basketball thing, he was going to make sure I earned my way. And mm-hmm. uh, he gave me a lot of responsibilities he pushed me very hard. He demanded a lot out of me. Uh, he wanted me to outwork him. And, um, you know, that that developed. Um, I, I had a really good work ethic prior to that. But sure. from a professional standpoint, that helped me develop a really strong work ethic. And mm-hmm. I thank him for that. So it was a great experience all the way around. Yeah, that's great. Uh, then you uh, come back up this way closer to the DMV. Well, in the DMV, really, and, and Coach Marymount University Division Three, and you take them to their first ever NCAA tournament. And still is their first ever. Oh, yeah. they haven't been back? No, they haven't been back. Oh, it's wow. Hard. We were in a great league with Catholic University, yeah. me and Mike yeah. Lonergan. I'm sure you're familiar with Mike. Yep. Yeah, no, Mike. We would we would go at it uh, every year. I was there for six years, and and uh, they were they were obviously the top of the conference. Um, and uh, we were always in the top three. And then we won it one year. We beat a really good Goucher team. Um, um, and uh, it was a, you know, it was my first college head coaching experience. The, the Naval Academy Prep School was a head coaching experience. But sure. It was my first college coaching experience. And Marymount was a, a great place for me to learn um, in, from my mistakes, you know, and learn sure. from what works and what doesn't. And, yeah, I was there for six years. We had great success. And I coached a lot of really fantastic young men who uh i still keep in touch with wow um gosh i gotta tell you i I think i probably keep in touch with more of those young men than anywhere else i've been and i've been to a number of different places so yeah it was a really neat experience yeah i loved it at marymount so did you recruit a lot like and and i really wanted to ask you about this too because then you go to georgetown and and i know you're a recruiting coordinator there um so that's definitely in your blood as well because i've heard some great stories about you know your dad recruiting so (laughs) um, that uh derek and uh tracy jackson actually shared as well so um so did you recruit and i know it's it's a lot different recruiting when you're d1 versus d3 but did you focus a lot of your recruiting on the dmv when you were at marymount did you try to keep the kids oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. because you know, anybody that wants to come visit the campus, they, they, they've got to pay for it on their own. There's no official visits. Um, okay. So, and there was, there, listen, there's so much talent in the DMV. Yeah, yeah. You really don't need to go much outside that area. Yeah. Uh, and so I would say, and I count, you know, we went to Richmond as far as Richmond, mm-hmm. but but we really stayed right in the, in the, in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area. Yeah. And that's where we got a bulk of our players. And, um, we were successful because they are good players. Yeah. Enough of them to go around. Yeah. I, I've, I, you know, I know that GW they're, you know, have a great coach there. I love him, but you know, he's, he's actually been very vocal about just recruiting this area. Like, yeah. you know, he feels he can win it all, you know, by staying here. So I, you can, I mean, now yeah. <laughs> it's tough to get kids reason, to stay, but 
I think sometimes kids want to get away. They do. Know? Yeah. And, and they do. And, and that becomes a, you need to identify that early in the recruiting process. So you don't waste your time. Sure. Um, I don't think the fans tip, you know, who are saying, why don't you keep them in town? You know, understand that a lot of right. these kids just want to leave and go away for that experience. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I was talking to a player. He actually plays in a pro-am or played in the pro-am with me last summer. I was talking to him yesterday. He's at Claflin now. CIAA team. And I really thought he was going to sign with Bowie. And I was like, what happened with Bowie? You know, I thought yeah. you were signing. And he said, I just want to go away. I just yeah. want to get away. So yep. um, he's a great player. He's all American Juco last year, but uh, wow. yeah, but, but same thing, you know, where he, and he played at Wilson, he played at Wilson high school. There okay. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so he said, he just went, he said, look, I got a few years to get away. So he's down in South Carolina and, and, and loves it. So, yep. yeah. Uh, so, you were at Georgetown, as I said, recruiting coordinator there. I bet that was that was a lot of fun as well. Being there. <laughs> yeah, you know, Coach Estrick hired me, and, and I, uh, he and I still we we were golfing last week, so okay, he and great. I are, are really close, and uh, we spent a year together, and uh-huh. he put me in charge of of the recruiting, and um, we had a really good class: uh, Jeff Green, Roy Hibbert, oh yeah, Tyler Crawford, uh, Matt Causey. Uh, you know, what people don't understand. A lot is of local also, guys there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also had, before we were, we, we moved on. Um, we had Alfred Aboya was committed as a junior mm. uh, 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 who would have also come in, you know, as, as Jeff Green's and Roy Hibbert's uh, sophomore years, Alfred Aboya ended up going to UCLA after we left, he, yeah. he decided to go somewhere else, but he was a, he was a, a phenomenal player. So in the short amount of time, uh, I did have an opportunity to get a lot of work done. And yeah. uh, I loved Georgetown. It was a great experience. Um, I'm sorry it ended yeah. as early as it did, but yeah. that's the nature of the business and we move on. But uh, yeah, Georgetown is historical and it's got rich tradition and they're going to be successful. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, they, they are. Yeah. They are successful. You're starting to look good. I love Pat. Uh, and we yeah. had, um, we've actually had a couple of the, is on. I had Mike Sweetney on. He's a good friend of mine. So, uh, yeah, Mike. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike came on and uh, Fred Brown actually from the championship team. Yep. He's a good friend of mine came on as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that it, you're right. Definitely a story program. Uh, so then you take your, your first high school job then at Bishop Ireton uh, head coach there. So yeah, how was that? I loved it. Uh, WCAC. Um, yeah. I love the league we're in now and yeah. I'll, and we're going to get tell, to that shortly. Yeah, I'll tell people it's the best league in the country, but it's the WCAC is hands down just a phenomenal league. They've got great coaches. They've got great uh, teams. They've got, you know, it's, it's, it's really, really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the opportunity to coach in that league and uh, to see that firsthand night in and night out from Bishop Ireton. And mm-hmm. we were middle of the bottom when I mm-hmm. went there, you know, uh, to try to fight our way up the ladder was a great experience for me, but most importantly, you know, really gave me an opportunity to dive into the young talent that is in the DMV area, DMV area, where they come from. Uh, and, and, uh, and then, you know, to compete against some of the great, you know, young coaches in that league. Yeah. I bet. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. And then Gary Williams hires you to come back home to, to Maryland where it all began as a student. So yeah, that that was a lot of fun. Again, I love love watching Gary Williams. Oh, uh, he, um, he coach, yeah. So. yeah. Gary is a is is a Hall of Fame coach. I mean, yeah, what can absolutely. you say? He is a yeah. fierce competitor, uh, a, a lot like my father, and mm-hmm. and uh, he just loves the X's and O's. He loves the the game day, and and that was so 
um, exhilarating for me to, to be around him every, every game and, and his program. And, and I learned a lot and, and uh, he too made me recruiting coordinator. And I thought we yeah. did a really good job of bringing some, some of the players in and, um, who were some of the you guys know, you got in got in through uh, when you were there? Well, we got Jordan Williams, we got Gravis Vasquez, we got oh, yeah. um, um, you know a number of other uh, number of people: James Paget, uh, Pishon Howard, um, Terrell Stoglin. Um, we we had the kid from uh, from Montrose. We had Adrian Bowie. Um, we had a kid from Montrose. He he, de- he committed, and he decommitted, and he went out to California. He's in a pros now, right now. I can never remember his name. But um, we had we had some we, had, we won the ACC regular season champion, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so um, we did a really nice job. It was a great experience, and I learned a, a tremendous amount. Yeah. What is your favorite part um, about? Well, let me ask. Let me think of the best way to ask this about the recruiting process, like being a recruiting coordinator at the at the college level. What was your favorite part of that? I identifying you know identifying a kid that mm-hmm. uh, that that was you know. Super talented, but also, um, you know, had what it took to come and play at, at our institution, University yeah. of Maryland. Um, yeah. So I, I thought that was always fun. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is there's more than just me. There, mm-hmm. we, had, we had three full-time assistants and then, and then, and then the head coach. And right. we would all go out and we'd double up sometimes and we'd uh-huh. all – kind of come back and we, you know, we, we, we chop it up. We talk yeah. about who we saw and put them on the big board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We put it on the board and then, yeah. you know, we'd argue uh, about it. Hey, I think this guy's got this and that, that process is what I enjoyed the most. And then yeah. we would narrow it down and then we would all come together. Usually we would all come together. <laughs> we still would say this guy's better than this guy. Uh, and then yeah. we'd uh, come up with a plan to recruit him. And yeah. how are we going to sign them? And um, and then I think my second favorite part is actually the you know developing the relationships mm-hmm. with the, the recruit, their families, and whoever is tied into the decision making process. You know, right. and that was the number one thing we would always once we decided okay we're going to go after this person, who's the decision maker? You know, right. is is it the kid? Is it the mom? Is it the dad? Is it a combination of both or somebody else? And then you know building a relationship with them. Sure. That's great. And I, I mean, you kind of have to take that down to the high school level as well. It's just, it, there's, it's just, just a yeah. smaller pool. That's <laughs> it. That's exactly right. Uh, so then you leave, you become the head coach at the Citadel uh, down in South Carolina. I know that you recruited a, um, uh, my boss's kid. <laughs> yep. Matt, <laughs> Matt Frierson, one of the best, absolute best shooters I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, he, yeah. he can just shoot that thing. So yeah. Um, yeah, I had to coach I, uh, Go ahead. Uh, I, I actually found out about him through Adrian Branch. Oh, okay. Who played at Maryland, was an All-American, and he and I were the same class. And, uh, again, we, we spent four years at Maryland together. And he knows uh, Coach Frierson very well. And he's the one that called me and said, hey, you need to come down and see this kid. Yeah. And, you know, that's how a lot of recruiting happens. Absolutely. Yeah. Who you know and, and who's out there and more people you know and the more eyes you got out, the better chance you have of finding that diamond in the rough, which I think Matt was. Yeah. I think we were the only Division One school to really offer him a scholarship. And yeah. uh, he came. Uh, unfortunately, I did not get to coach him, but he, he came because of my staff and I. And, and um, he is the all-time three-point shooting leader at the school right now. Yeah, 
He holds out a record. Yeah. And um, I believe he's playing professional. Is he playing? He is. He is in, he's in Brazil. He just finished yeah. in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. So in the, in the top uh, pro league there. So, yeah. I, I, look, this kid could shoot. That's all I saw. And I said, <laughs> okay. He is a specialist. I, I'll find a way to make him, uh, uh, you know, yeah. be able to do the Get things that people thought he couldn't, couldn't yeah. do. And so, yeah. love. I wish I had that chance to coach him. Yeah, I, I had the unfortunate job of coaching against him in a uh, pro league twice last summer. Hard to cover, um, right? Yeah, I think he had probably thirty-five in the first half, the first game <laughs> we played. Yeah, and then and I you know he can shoot. You know, yeah. you know he can shoot, right? Yeah, and the, and actually, the guy who runs the league, Terrell Willis, who's on on the program, he's a um, coach at uh, Howard Community College. It's called the One League. So, uh, a couple professional guys, a lot of local college guys, and stuff like that. Um, he said. I'm going to tell you now, you better pick him up at half court. I'm like, yeah. I'm not picking this kid up at half court. You know, and I think, um, I can't, oh, Charlie Thomas played on that team who, who was at Wisconsin. Um, so I'm like, well, I can't afford to put, pick him up at half court. By second half, we're picking him up at half court. <laughs> you so, figure, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. we played him again in the playoffs, and I just started subbing guys like literally every 90 seconds. It was like a hockey game. Like I was like, sub, sub. Like we're just cha- – yeah. like pick him up full court. Don't let him touch the ball. Because yeah, he, he was dead. Really, if the ball yeah. got in his hands, it was going in. So, yeah. No uh, doubt. Yeah, so that that was fun. So you leave the Citadel now. You're at uh, the Murray, at Murray in uh, D.C., terrific program I, I mean this league is just between you all and Sidwell and um uh Potomac St. Andrews St. Andrews yeah. yeah I mean just chock full of D1 talent now yep. did you have a chance uh Luca was still there right when you got he there? was I, I coached him his junior and senior years okay that's what I thought how special yeah, he, was he in high school because I know uh, he, was he was a six seven freshman coming yeah. in but you know he was yeah. there when you got there you know what what made him so special was every every day almost he got a little bit better and um it was because he worked really hard yeah and that's what you as a coach it's what you you know kids come and ask how do you know how do i get on the floor how do i get better well you know how can i be a starter i work hard yeah you know you 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 grind you 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 just keep preaching that message you got to work hard you got to develop you got to get in the gym you got to work on your weaknesses and and that's what luca did yeah. Luca, Luca loves the game of basketball. Yeah. And um, so it was not difficult. All you had to do was show him some things and what to do. And he was going to go do it, you know, tenfold. Yeah. And um, so he is one of, if not uh, the, 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 the hardest working player I've ever coached. And, wow. uh, it, and it is showed he's yeah. consensus national player of the year. And no right. one would have thought that coming out of high school. Right. Anybody that would say that they saw that coming, they're lying. Even even I, you know, yeah. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> you know, but I knew he would be good and I knew he was better than he was not highly recruited at the division one level. Right. Phil Martelli wanted him really bad at St. Joe's. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, he really wanted him. And he had a slew of schools about that level uh-huh. that really wanted him and they would be dying to get him. And a lot of them were like I don't know. Some high major is going to come in and scoop him up. And yeah. so, but um, Iowa got on him as a junior and they stuck with him. And um, I, I knew he could play at that level. It was just a matter of time as, as right. his development was to increase. Right. And, uh, but, but I'm so happy for him and his family. They're great people yeah. and he deserves it. Yeah. He deserves every, 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 uh, every reward and accolade that he gets. 
you're not going to see many guys, even in, in the games now when you watch Iowa play, there's not a lot of players that play as hard as he does. I mean, no, he, I mean, yeah. He, and, even and the commentators, like, every game you watch him, the commentators like, I love how hard this guy plays. You know? yeah. They're always commenting on it. Yeah. And some of the shots where I'm like, yeah, it's not going in. Oh, well, that went in. Well, that's yeah. not going And it's like not even touching the rim. You know, I mean, yeah. great mid-range shooter yep. for his size. I, I love watching him play. So I'm excited for him to see what, you know, where he goes in the draft. Me and, too. And uh, I think he's going to make a team a lot better, you know, so it's no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, you have Quincy Allen there now. So he's, he's committed to Colorado. Yep. He, um, you know, the, the pandemic uh, cost him his senior season. We played a few games over in the St. James winter league and uh-huh. he had 38, 35, 30. Ooh. I mean, he would have really had a, a, I believe a breakout productive year yeah um the junior year he was injured the whole time you know so I think he only played about 10 games and those 10 games he was you know just trying to work his way back in right and and he got injured again midway through the year and so he really never this was going to be his year yeah and for us it would have been uh giving us a chance to win some championships as well but uh he's going to do a great job at Colorado great Uh, program Yeah, awesome. Really great coach. And um saw what they did to Georgetown in the tournament. I know. So, yeah. I, know. Yep. <laughs> I was like, they can't keep hitting threes. Yeah, yeah they're still hitting yeah. threes. Yeah. But he, he came in as a, a six four and a half, maybe six five, thin, gangly freshman. And mm-hmm. he's probably six eight now. He's long. He's added some muscle. He's added some weight. And uh he's developed and he's gonna be he's gonna be a good player. Wow. Well, I'm excited for him and and congrats on coaching him to get there. So thank you. Uh, so, what other players do you do you have now? Players we should be looking out for. You know, some some up and coming. Yeah, you know, um, uh, they're all going to be good. They're yeah. all going to be good. You know, uh, we we try to uh, take each kid that's in our program, evaluate them, help them uh, determine what their goals are, and then give them a, um, give them a, a, a plan on how to reach that. But uh, I, I've got a couple couple, uh, you know, kids that have a chance, a six, eight kid, uh, um, who's going to be a junior next year. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Emmanuel Tucker, Manny okay. Tucker. Uh-huh. Um, he's really coming around. And then another six, eight young man, who's, who's going to be a sophomore next year, Malkiah Marable. So we're going to have some size down inside. And then, uh, I've got a wing player, uh, Bryson Wilson, who's getting some good looks. He'll be a with the pandemic, it's, I can't remember whether he's going to be a sophomore. Or, you know, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. We didn't play, but he's going to be a junior next year, and uh-huh. uh, again, would have really benefited from a full season this year. But he's he's six five and a half, six six, very athletic, can mm-hmm. play outside, can play inside, and then I have a guard, um, James Lerner, who's going to be a junior, who's got a tremendous amount of experience at the point guard position, a really good shooter and uh, floor general and. Um, you know, I, I, I may be missing a one or two. No, kids. it's so, fine. Yeah, yeah. those That's those nice. kids right there are gonna they're they're on their path to yeah to to I think making and being a standout player in the DMV. Wow, that's great. Yeah, and uh, so. What did you do? Because it's, you know, we were fortunate enough to have a season. We had, a, I mean, we had half the games, but at least our kids were able to play. So how do you keep your kids motivated? How do you keep them in touch and things like that through the pandemic? What did you have to do? What were your keys to success, I should say? Yeah, Um, we were at at one point, uh, I can't remember exactly when we were allowed to get into the gym and be be distant, wear a mask and Mm -hmm. 
uh, do some things with without sharing the ball. And then later we could share a little bit with the ball, but not much. So we use that time to our advantage to uh, just at least get the ball in their hand, get some shooting up and some dribbling. Mm-hmm. But then we spent some time talking about, you know, socially distanced, of course, and uh, about how to um, get through this. Um, mm-hmm. We would Zoom. We would um, uh, text message chat, uh, um, you know, chains uh-huh. um, made an, uh, made an effort to talk to them. My assistants and I on a regular basis. Um, and so that was the best we could do. It was to just stay in, to stay in constant communication with them. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Hopefully we get back next year. I think we will. Yeah. I think we I are. think so too. Yeah. We're, we're on the road. It's just, yeah. uh, it's been a challenge for sure. It really so. has been a challenge. Yeah. And I tell them, you know, it's a challenge for everybody. It is. Yes. So don't feel sorry. Try not to feel sorry for yourself. Let's just, you know, stay strong. And, um, and I think the kids have done a great job of, of hanging in there. And um, at least that's, that's what I'm perceiving. Yeah, right now. absolutely. Uh, who's your biggest rival in the, in the MAC? Is it Sidwell? Yeah. 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 I think it's about been that. Like, it was like that long before I got there. So yeah. I think somewhere <laughs> along the line, Maybe it's because of proximity. We're right down the road from each other. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's a really great environment when we play at their place and at our place. Yeah. Um, you know, it's as good as a high school environment gets, in my opinion. And I've, mm-hmm. I've been to games as a college scout and I've played in, you know, Springbrook. Blair was our Blair and Paint Branch. And, yeah. uh, you know, it was standing room only, you know, security yeah. everywhere. And, yeah. If you're not there early for the JV game, you're, you're not, not getting, getting in. in. Not yeah. Getting in. <laughs> So uh, those two games uh, each year are at their place and at ours are just, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You have fun coaching in that? Love it. Yeah. Love it. I wish all the games were like that. It's like that when you're in college in the ACC. When I was at Maryland, we were in the Uh ACC. It's like that for every game. Yeah. Uh, So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Another great coach over there as well. So. Yep. And then you have your basketball camp, annual basketball camp. Is that going on this summer? I do. Last summer we weren't allowed to do it because of the pandemic, but we are going to be able to do it at Murray this year. Okay. Uh, July 12th through the 16th. It's really a look. If anybody, you know, people my age or older and maybe a little bit younger, remember my dad's camps at the university of Maryland. Yep. Yeah. They were the biggest thing in the DMV. I mean, he'd have four or 500 people a week. Yeah. They'd stay the night. Yeah. It was from Sunday to Saturday and it was overnight. And, and, uh, I took, I learned so much from those camps and then I ran them with him. I, um, mm. that I've taken that philosophy and all the, the, my dad was very big on breaking the game down, the skills, learning and then playing and, and applying it to, to a game setting. Instead of just playing, I, I don't think you learn as much just playing. I do think you learn a lot, but we break it down. We take the whole week, we teach the fundamentals, and then we slowly get into, um, you know, teaching how to play in a game setting. And so uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's competitive. It's challenging. And uh, it's it's a day camp um, at, at Murray School. Okay. And uh, what's the website for that? Because And we'll post it in the show notes as well. So if anyone out there is interested in getting your – your kids so out I, there. Yeah, I have my website. It's drizellbball.com. Okay. Um, or they can go to moray.org. Okay. Uh, and there's a summer camps uh, um, tab there, but it's on both sites. Okay. All right. Great. And we'll get that out. Well, Coach, I appreciate your time. I have three quick hitter questions here for you. Um, sure. So first question, three favorite basketball memories. 
Number one, of course, is is Michael Jordan blocking my shot. We're down one <laughs> my sophomore year in Maryland at North Carolina. They're number one. We're we're just getting ready to break into the top twenty, and uh, we're down one. And there's five seconds to go, and my dad puts me in the game. I haven't been in the game the whole time. And, oh wow! Uh, ball ends up in my hands. I drive the baseline. I think it's I think it's over. You know, it's wide open, but he comes from the top of the key. Wow. And ends a shot up against the backboard. I thought it was goaltending. Yeah. And I thought was. it was a foul. Yeah. <laughs> but we're at Carmichael Auditorium in North Carolina. I'm not, I, I'm not getting those calls. And so yeah. uh, that's number one. Number two was coaching with my dad at James Madison University. We were in the championship game at um, – at, uh, at the Richmond Coliseum in, the, in this, the Colonial Athletic Conference Association against Old Dominion. We're down two with 1.3 seconds to go. We don't have a timeout, so we're going to go to our standard last second, double stack under the rim, toss it up for a two to tie it to go into overtime. Mm-hmm. Old Dominion calls a timeout, so it gives us a chance to, you know, huddle as coaches, and I go, Dad. Let's do special. Special was a play we had put in that I had gotten from uh, Pete Herman at, when I was coaching at Navy, uh, where you kind of line up in a picket fence, and the last guy runs around the back right to the coffin corner and should be open for a three. Yeah. <laughs> he looks at me, and, and the players heard, and they're like, yeah, coach, let's go for the win. Let's go for the win. Yeah. And the kid who's going to shoot it, is tip, he's one for seven for the game. Oh, wow. And he's like, coach, I got it. You know, And he's a heck of a shooter. So my dad goes, Let's run it, you know, and, yeah. and the kid hits the shot and we go to the NCAA tournament. And uh, wow. so that was probably number two. Um, gosh, I don't know. Number three could be a number of different ones. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to stick with those two. How about that? Okay. That's good enough. So Jimmy Chipworth came <laughs> came around yeah, picket yeah. fence. And yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he hit it for the win. That's pretty cool. And it's good that your dad had the confidence in you to let, you know, to run it. That's, no that's doubt. special too. No doubt. Uh, so starting five NBA all time. Um, Jordan Bird, um, Moses Malone, mm. um, Bill Russell, and um, I'll go Kevin Durant. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Did you so I, before? Let me go back to that because I and so Kate he and I was going to bring this up because I know that him and Jarvis played together in high school. Um, but he was another kid, you know, local kid who just wanted to get away uh, when yeah. he went down to Texas. So, yeah, I, you know, again, the fans don't probably realize that. They're like, why didn't he stay in Maryland? You know, yeah. And, what did Maryland do wrong? Jarvis yeah, was coming. He didn't do anything and, wrong. Of course yeah. they wanted him. But, you know, yeah, he, he went away and the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last question, coach. Uh, five dinner guests. They can be people you know or don't, and they can be dead or alive. Uh, Jesus. Okay. Um, John Wooden. Mm. Um, man, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Making me think. Um, <laughs> Larry Bird. Oh. Larry Bird. Um, I, I throw Jordan in there only because I want to. I want to talk to him about that last. <laughs> You know, and, and, and he'll say he didn't foul me because he is, he's probably more competitive than anybody else. Right. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. Um, I'm going to stick with four. <laughs> okay. All right. Good enough. 
All right, everyone. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, Coach. I really appreciate this time. I know you're you're a busy man, so uh, continue, continued success there at Murray, and hopefully everything's back on track next year. Be following you, uh, and, and I definitely want to get to one of those Sidwell and Murray games. And yeah, you make it down there. I'll yeah. give you. I'll get you a ticket if you can't get in. All right. Okay, that sounds good. Well, uh, Coach Chuck Drizel from Murray, thank you again, sir. We will post everything for his camp. So if you're looking for a camp in mid-July there for your kids. And what are the ages, by the way? I'm sorry. Um, nine, nine to 16. Okay. Boys and no. girls? Boys. Just boys. Okay. So if you have a, a son who's between 9 and 16 and want to go learn from one of the greatest coaches ever around here, then now's your chance. So I'll post Thank that you. in the show notes. And uh, appreciate your time, Coach. Have, right, a sure. you have a great day. Have a great Thank Thanks. you again. Bye-bye.